Hello and welcome to Misty 101 podcast. I used to love being a GP. Now I feel useless, scarred for life. Fears as staff quit after abuse. Senior doctors have warned that practice staff and GPS are quitting after an unprecedented and escalating wave of abuse from patients that has followed weeks of public pressure over face-to-face appointments. Practice managers, receptionists and doctors have spoken of daily confrontations with patients over issues including appointments, vaccinations and blood tests. Some said that patients had been responding to media campaigns over recent weeks, which have led to Boris Johnson and the Health Secretary, Sajid Javid, pledging to increase in-person appointments. Many practices are maintaining COVID-19 protocols to prevent the spread of the virus, including the use of face masks. Some patients have refused to wear them and become abusive when asked to do so. The number of permanent GPS has been declining steadily over the last five years down by 1,904 since 2016, or about 7% to the point that by March this year there were only 26,805 remaining in post. The Prime Minister said on the 22nd of September that the remaining GPS would have to deliver a further 50 million appointments, saying it was only reasonable that people should be treated in person. Figures released last week by NHS Digital showed that GPS conducted about 25.5 million appointments in August, including 1.5M COVID vaccinations, compared with 23.8 million in August 2019. Remote consultations remain higher than they were before the pandemic, with 42% of consultations conducted by phone or video link. Professor Martin Marshall, chair of the Royal College of GPS, said, The criticism that has been directed towards GPS and our teams in some parts of the media and by some politicians in recent weeks has been some of the worst in memory. It's incredibly demoralizing and unfair when you're working hard trying to do your best for patients in as safe a way as possible, to consistently be told you're not doing enough. It's having a dangerous impact on the mental health and well-being of GPS and our teams, but also our relationship with our patients. With numerous reports of practice staff being on the receiving end of abuse from frustrated patients, our primary fear is that this unfair scrutiny, on top of existing pressures, will be the final straw for many GPS and other practice team members, causing them to leave the profession before their time. He called on the government to demonstrate support for GPS and admin staff and urgently make good on a pre-pandemic commitment to recruit 6,000 GPS and 26,000 staff. David was challenged on Radio 4S Today program on Saturday about his support for newspaper campaigns after Dr. Rachel Warrington a GP partner in Bristol, had not supported GPS and had no understanding of what was happening in surgeries. Health Secretary said he wanted to work in partnership with GPS and reduce their administrative workload, but did not accept that some face-to-face appointments were unnecessary. It admitted that face-to-face appointments at pre-pandemic levels were undeliverable at the present time. Moment, we are in discussions with GP leaders and they've brought up some, I think, excellent ideas and points about what more can be done. Jellicuslan, who manages a practice in South London, 
said she was seeing a large number of staff absences as a direct outcome of abuse by patients and the rapidly increasing workload. A lot of lovely patients, she said. Amount of rudeness has skirocated. Understaffed I recruited two new receptionists over the summer. Left within a couple of days and the other left after a week and a half, but they couldn't cope with the pressure. Sting staff are also leaving, she said. Beginning of the pandemic, were supportive, but vaccination levels have increased and restrictions have relaxed. Patients have reacted badly to being told that the practice is continuing to maintain NHS infection control measures, including wearing masks. Other problems were the recent shortage of blood test vials and the delay of a delivery of flu vaccines. First cases, is right to abusive patients to warn them they may be removed from their list, Mary Reslin said. Something that happens three times a year. I've written more than I ever do. Last two weeks I've sent to Jethwa, who has worked as a receptionist in northwest London for 19 years, said it's happening every day. The next year. To look at my pension and if I can just survive on it I will retire. I will carry on working but I won't work in reception. It's often bear the brunt of bad behaviour but GPS are also affected. Who contacted the observer anonymously spoke of the strain on their mental health. He was working out his notice period. Love being a GP he said. So burnt out. Useless, Sklife. GP who qualified in 2019 said, Every day I leave work feeling broken and completely shattered. Really there for my family. Art is where patients are aggressive and hostile to the point I am close to tears, feel like my attempts to help people and do my job are completely unappreciated. At Fieldhouse, that the National Association of Sessional GPS, said some evidence that GPS were opting out of permanent roles altogether. All the numbers starting to use our system Fieldhouse said. 6,000 members. So are 30% of locums across the country. Realizing at the moment. Of health and social care said that record numbers of people were training to become GPS, with up 4,000 new starters this year. Has zero tolerance for abuse or violence directed at NHS staff said a spokesman for the NHS. The right to work free from fear of assault or abuse in a safe and secure environment. Action to protect staff through the NHS Violence Reduction Programme and will support the NHS, Police Crown Prosecution Service to bring offenders to justice, RAF intelligence base linked to US drone strike on Iranian General Qasem Soleimani. Called on ministers to explain whether the secretive men with Hill intelligence base in Yorkshire is involved in recent drone strike assassinations. After the publication of a report that raises questions about UK involvement in US attacks, the research concludes it was probable that Iranian General Qasem Soleimani was killed in January last year using information obtained from the British site, essentially an outpost of the US National Security Agency, NSA. It also raises whether British personnel on the site are involved in assisting deadly US drone strikes in particular in Yemen, Pakistan and Somalia, all conflict zones where the UK is not formally at war. An investigative journalist, 
complete report that the US and UK forces at Menwith Hill operate beyond public scrutiny and accountability and that, unless there were change, or well surveillance systems and extrajudicial executions exposed in recent years will likely continue. A special meeting of the Menwith Hill Accountability Campaign demands any U.S. military activity or U.S. security agency activity carried out at Menwith Hill be carried out in such a way as to make those responsible fully accountable to the U.K. Miles west of Harrogate on the fringes of the Yorkshire Dales, known for its distinctive large white golf ball domes housing radar equipment. AF base, it is in fact the largest known overseas site of the NSA with 600 U.S. personnel and 500 British civilians on site. Leaked documents from the Snowden files have shown that Menwith Hill is part of an eavesdropping network, able to collect data from hundreds of millions of emails and phone calls daily and of pinpointing phones on the ground. It can be used in capture-kill operations, including the tracking of Taliban targets in Afghanistan in 2011 leading to approximately 30 enemy killed and again in 2012, according previously published analysis of the Snowden files summarized by Pace. Ghost Wolf, sought to identify terrorists in Yemen. Used to capture or eliminate targets during the Trump administration U.S. drone strikes in the country killed at least 86 civilians, including 28 children. Ims at Menwith Hill have reportedly played a key role in operations to eliminate people in Yemen, as part of a deadly drone bombing campaign that has resulted in dozens of civilian deaths in a country that neither the U.K. nor U.S. has declared war with pace added. Rones how many and who do they kill? Strikes in Yemen are legal, citing the Authorization of Military Force Act passed in 2001 after the 9 forward 11 attacks. Lists in the UK and MPs have only voted for military action against Islamic State in Syria and Iraq, where the IAF remains engaged in a bombing campaign. Pace was likely that Menwith Hill had a role to play in the killing of Suleimani in January 2020, an action that briefly threatened to plunge the U.S. into a wider conflict with. Iraqis have used to comment on whether the Yorkshire base did have a role in the drone strike, in the light of a long-standing policy that we do not comment on the details of the operations carried out at IAF Menwith Hill. But secrecy raises serious questions. And men with Hill in an assassination that threatened to spark a war should be of great concern. The to assure the public that the base was not involved raises deep questions about the accountability for actions at the base he wrote. A mixman said, RAF men with Hill is part of a worldwide U.S. defense communications network, with the base supporting a variety of communications activity. For reasons and as a matter of policy, neither the MOD nor the U.S. departments publicly discuss specifics concerning military operations or classified communications regardless of unit, platform at a rogue landlord couple who rented their properties to ghost tenants to avoid paying thousands in council fees have been fined almost £190,000. May 5, and wife Shira, 51 claimed they were six of their staggering 600 properties to a single tenant, which was in fact a letting agent.
It Mounsel did not know they were houses of multiple occupation, so authorities did not inspect them or charge HMO license fees. Bedidules were crammed in each bedsit, Wimbledon Magistrates Court heard. The appealing for leniency, told District Andrew Sweet the properties were just 1% of their property portfolio, which they have now been forced to sell. But £126,500 and Mrs. Lowry, who did not attend court, £60,500 for eight counts of failing to license an HMO. It is best fine in the UK for such a scam. Judge these cases there is an erosion in public confidence and that has a detrimental effect on society. It seems Lowry have now accepted full responsibility but all of this litigation would have been avoided some time ago had they taken the decision then that they have now. He had air and proportionate financial penalty that would deter other offenders. The Gate owned 600 properties in North and East London through a network of at least 28 companies. The Crowd, Walton Stowe was home to seven people under four tenancies, which they claimed was one household. Mr. Lancon QC insisted the financial benefit of not declaring these six HMOs was minuscule. He said arrived in this country with little money in his pocket and built up a portfolio over two or three decades, through hard work wife. That engaged in providing safe and fit homes for many of the residents of Waltham Forest and these six represent 1% of that portfolio. The fines minuscule. Mr. Moult of this case, has sold his polio of properties, he has sold them all. Walter Meese began in 2017 but was delayed for four years due to an unsuccessful legal challenge by the Lawries. Cabinet member for housing and homelessness prevention, said, this case is vitally important not just for Walton Forest but for local authorities across London and the country as a whole. There is affordable family homes and by turning these six homes into bedsits so that they could make more money, they were not available for families to rent. Counts, the aim of the license regime is to protect the health and safety of those who occupy the most at-risk private premises, that is HMOs. He added significantly more than market rent by renting to separate tenants, although the exact fee was not stated in open court. For Exxon Property, in Napier Road, they received more than £33,000 in rent a year without having to pay the £1,000 license fee or management costs. Mr. Ting in a black suit with his arms folded. Outside Ocracy Reporting Service, I have learned my len and I regret what I did. The address Yield Road, Chelmsford Road and Prode in Waltonstow, Napier Road and Lizos Road in Lytton and Ashley Road Chingford. At the starting agent station Estates Limited was formally cleared of charges against them after the council offered no evidence. According, the agency entered UPSI in May 2019. Although there were the crowding in some of the properties, there were no safety quality issues found at the buildings. A rogue landlord car who rented their properties to ghost tenants to avoid paying thousands in council fees have been fined almost £190,000. Mohamf, and wife Shura, 51, 
claimed they were lettings of their staggering 600 properties to a single tenant, which was in fact their letting agent. It meant Wall did not know they were houses of multiple occupation, so authorities did not inspect them or charge HMO license fees. Between A's were crammed in each bedsit, Wimbledon Magistrate Court heard. The law reason for leniency, told District Judge Anu Sweet the properties were just 1% of their property portfolio, which they have now been forced to sell. But Mr. Ludred and £26,500 and Mrs. Lowry, who did not attend court, £60,500 for eight counts of failing to license an HMO. It is believed in the UK for such a scam. Judge Sweet says there is an erosion in public confidence and that has a detrimental effect on society. It seems Misty have now accepted full responsibility but all of this litigation would have been avoided some time ago had they taken the decision then that they have now. He added he had a proportionate financial penalty that would deter other offenders. The couple 600 properties in North and East London through a network of at least 28 companies. The court heard Walton Stowe was home to seven people under four tenancies, which they claimed was one household. Mr. Lowry's on QC insisted the financial benefit of not declaring these six HMOs was minuscule. He said, but in this country with little money in his pocket and built up a portfolio over two or three decades, through hard work with his that propertied in providing safe and fit homes for many of the residents of Waltham Forest and these six represent 1% of that portfolio. The Financial Deal Mr. Mohammed's case, has sold his portfolio of properties, he has sold them all. Waltham Forest in 2017 but was delayed for four years due to an unsuccessful legal challenge by the Lawries. Councillor Lumember for Housing and Homelessness Prevention, said, this case was vitally important not just for Waltham Forest but for local authorities across London and the country as a whole. There is a desperate family homes and by turning these six homes into bedsits so that they could make more money, they were not available for families to rent. Council law aim of the licensing rent is to protect the health and safety of those who occupy the most at-risk private premises, that is HMOs. He added that the currently more than market rent by renting to separate tenants, although the exact figure was not stated in open court. For example, in Napier Road, they received more than £33,000 in rent a year without having to pay the £1,000 license fee or management costs. Mr. Laurie a black suit with his arms folded. Outside he told the reporting service, I have learned my lesson and I regret what I did. The addresses in Wood, Chelmsford Road and Thorpe in Waltonstow, Napier Road and Lizos Road in Lytton and Ashley Road Chingford. At the start of the Higgent Station Estates Limited was formally cleared of charges against them after the council offered no evidence. According to Cumgency entered bankruptcy in May 2019. Although there were concerning in some of the properties, there were no safety or quality issues found at the buildings, supermarket food distros bust amid HGV driver chaos.
a private equity specializing in chilled food deliveries to Asda and Sainsbury's has gone bust, adding to concerns about us on shelves as Britain heads for a winter of discontent. EVCLVV Cargo, filed for administration, adding to speculation that the two supermarkets will need to take over the business to safeguard deliveries. The company had four supermarkets and employed around 1,000 workers in warehousing and HGV driving roles. It comes amid worst with severe food shortages this winter due to a lack of lorry drivers and an ongoing energy crisis. Several of Britain's day warned ministers the government had 10 days to save Christmas from significant disruption due to the lack of HGV drivers. EVCL Chipenrith, Rochdale, Crick, Alpherton, Daytree and Bristol, and employed around 1,000 workers serving many of the nation's Sainsbury's and Asda supermarkets. EVCL delivering 10,000 pallets of food and drink a day into the two retailers who according to the grocer have been talks with administrator PWC for several weeks in a bid to safeguard a significant proportion of their chilled operations. Unite the Union 100 members at the company is seeking to ensure that the workers employed directly on the Asda and Sainsbury's contract will be transferred to work directly for the supermarkets as part of a rescue package. It is owned by VentureVestwich, as a separate company will avoid picking up the cost of the collapse, such as redundancy payment. Unite National offers the collapse of EVCL at a time when there is huge demand for lorry drivers in particular, further calls into question the role and involvement of venture capitalists in UK industry. There is something funder which allows the wealthy owners of a company to avoid paying for its collapse while the taxpayer has to pick up the pieces. Sainsbury's said it is secure deliveries. A spokesman said act with EVCL Chill Limited. We have continuity sure operations continue to run smoothly and are confident customers will be able to buy what they need when they shop with us. The news came just as largest retailers warned ministers they have just 10 days to save Christmas from significant disruption due to the lack of HGV drivers. The British retail option over the festive period will be inevitable unless the shortfall of an estimated 90,000 drivers is addressed, while MPs have said the army used as a short-term fix amid increasingly dire warnings over the damage the driver shortage could do in the coming weeks unless urgent action is taken. Ministers have reported to see plans for the army to be brought in to drive petrol tankers to station four courts but it is thought they would only be enacted as a last resort. Iceland boss praised Bank's statistic during question time appearance. During last night's universal credit uplift cut was discussed by panellists as audience members questioned why it was being removed. Amid an energy crisis, national insurance hikes follow coming to an end, and infants set to rise, the government's decision to take away £20 universal credit uplift has been widely criticised. On the show, host by Iceland boss Richard Walker, The Spectator's economics editor Kate Andrews, Transport Secretary Grant P.
Shadow Justice Secretary David Lum MP, and LibDEM Health and Social Care Spokesperson Munira Wilson MP The very first question asked panelists if they thought it was fair that the £20 universal credit boost was being pulled. In an impassioned reply, Director Walker said he doesn't think it's fair. He said many of Iceland's are weak are from the poorest communities in the UK. He said, some of our benefits to feed their families, some of our customers might only have £5 a week to spend on food so in that context, you understand how this removal of £10 credit will affect them of course at the other end of the equation, this is coming just at the wrong time. I think any voter would ex be fiscally prudent but this is going to come at a time where we will see food inflation in the market, and obviously there has been a lot in the news about the rising gas prices and energy prices so for some people, this is a choice between heating and eating. It really is that serious now more food banks of McDonald's in this country. We're a G7 country. I think this is the wrong time. In fact. There are almost food banks than McDonald's branches in the UK. According to government figures, there were over 2,100 food banks in the UK. McDonald's said they have approximately 300 branches in the UK. He added that he would be happy to fund the £6 billion needed to keep the uplift in the long term. Conservative MP Shap clashed during the discussion on the uplift lifting. Lamy was adamant that the cut, while Shapps explained that keeping it long-term would mean higher taxes. In response to Shapps' outlawment has introduced in response to questions over the universal credit cut, an audience member said people are still struggling and using food banks. Walker's comments led Paul sharing their own thoughts on the universal credit cut and commenting on the fact there are now more food banks in the UK than branches of McDonald's, you don't care about people who are poor struggling she added as Shapps shook his head. As the universal credit debate ministers have been considering ways to lessen the blow. Once the £20 is put half a million more people could be plunged into poverty. Although things look uncertain fine, we hope the government sits up and takes notice of what those who rely on that extra £20 have to say. Man died after downing one dollar of coke in 10 minutes, doctors claim. A 20-year-old man died at 5-litre bottle of Coca-Cola in 10 minutes, doctors have revealed. Say the Chinese man's to a fatal build-up of gas inside his body which starved his liver of oxygen and eventually killed him. The man, who wasn't identical six hours after consuming the fizzy drink, complaining of severe pain and a swollen neck. He told doctors at Beijing had rapidly downed 1.5 L of Coca-Cola to help cool off due to the hot weather. Chugging the beverage so quickly his intestines, which due to the pressure then leaked into his portal vein, one of the liver's main blood vessels. This caused fatal damage detailed the case in clinics and research in hepatology and gastroenterology. Tests carried out on the man where doctors showed several worrying signs. The man, who wasn't thought to use, had an elevated heart rate, low pressure, and was breathing rapidly. CT scans found he had new normal presence of gas in the wall of his intestine and his portal vein. 
The scans also revealed he had also called shock liver, a type of injury caused by low oxygen supply to the organ, which doctors believe was related to the presence of gas in the portal vein. Lead author of the case report that medical staff immediately let about to release the gas from the man's digestive system. He was also given medication for and to try to stabilize his other body functions from further damage. After 12 hours, blood had seriously damaged. His condition deteriorated for hours after treatment. One British expert to date, however, insisting it was unlikely that downing 1.5L of Coca-Cola was to blame. Professor Nathan Davies, at T College London, told Mail Online, the chances of downing 1.5 litres, or a little over 3 pints, of a regular soft drink being fatal would be very, very unlikely, I mean, staggeringly unlikely. He said more information was needed thought to draw any firm conclusions on killed the man. And he speculated that a bacteria known cause of a gas buildup internally, may have been to blame rather than the soft drink. Professor Davies explained gas pockets, causing issues similar to the ones the man experienced before his death. Usually this type of condition area that has made its way from the normal gastrointestinal tract to somewhere they are not supposed to be, in this case, in the lining of the small intestine he said. The gas produced in the intestines cted areas of the body, like the portal vein. Professor Davies said that while it large soft drink may have added to this gas problem, such a combination would be extremely unlikely. It's possible, but not necessary, that drinking a large amount of carbonated drink could have had an exacerbating effect he said. But with no underlying condition it could have happened Professor Davies also added that gas in the portal vein would not explain the lack of oxygen the man's liver was receiving. He explained that the portal vein cut for the liver to process, as opposed to a different blood vessel, the hepatic artery, which carries oxygen to the organ. If you have underlying bacteria there, condition, they could be potentially producing their own toxins which would be detrimental to the normal function of the organ he said. As such, Professor Davies said think Tumingzi drinks the same way the Chinese man did could have fatal consequences. Instead Professor Davies said the potencies of regular soft drink consumption were mostly minor and longer term. Obviously it's not good for your teeth thing, very large quantities of soft drink can have an effect on bone mineralization he said. A couple of soft drinks a day has no other than the amount of sugar you are consuming. As a final reassurance for fizzy, Professor Davies said that considering the amount of carbonated drinks consumed around the world, if they could have fatal consequences there would be far more cases like the Chinese report. State pension rise will be higher than and will miss out. The value of the state pension for native inflation or 2.5%, whichever is higher, with inflation set to be used as it continues to bloat. However, it is estimated that in percent, giving pensioners a sizable boost to their weekly as a result. The government opted to suspend the state pension triple lock for the 2022 forward 23 tax year in order to avoid a steep rise in the value of state pension, 
but based on the latest estimates around inflation, it appears that their efforts to keep state pension down may be thwarted. The state pension triple lock is a governor shows that the value of the state pension will increase every year by the highest of three values, inflation, average earnings growth, or 2.5%. This is done to help Britain's retiree over time. However, due to the economic impact pandemic, average earnings growth looked set to balloon this year to unusually high levels, up to more than 8% which would have meant a large increase to the state pension. Therefore, the government decided to triple lock temporarily for next year, removing the average earnings growth element and essentially creating a double lock, with the higher of inflation and 2.5% now the determining factors behind state pension value. The decision drew anger from pensioners and from the 2019 election, but it appears that through inflation, Retirees may still be looking at a large increase to their state pension income. Inflation rose by 3.2 per August, shooting up from 2% for the year to July, a rate that is targeted by the Bank of England. That increase is the largest from one month. The rate of inflation for the year to set be revealed next month will determine how much the state pension will increase by next year providing that inflation comes in above 2.5%, as it is expected to. The government had been operating under the ASO to 3.9% this year, but the energy crisis appears to have thrown a spanner in the works. Inflation is now on course to rise about 4%, which would be good news for pensioners as their income was a welcome boost. In a statement, the Bank of England said, CPI inflation expected to rise further in the near term, to slightly above 4% in 2021 Q4, owing largely to developments in energy and goods prices. At an end, the value date go up by £7.18 each week, from £179.60 to £186.78. That would mean retirees picking up an £23.36 every year, and those on the basic state pension would also benefit from the increase. Their weekly income would go up by £5.137.60 to £143.10, giving them £286 more year. However, there will be some people who miss out altogether as their state pension payments stay frozen in place whilst others see their income increased. It is believed that more than half a million following their retirement have seen the value of their pension stand still. More than 520,000 have missed out on additional income according to the campaign group End Frozen Pensions with those impacted losing out on up to 61.75 a week, or a massive £3,211 each year. One such victim, 95-year-old pension stall at £72.50 a week, while it could have been £134.25 if she had stayed in the UK rather than moving abroad. As her pension does not increase in line with it loses money in real terms every year and will once again not benefit from an increase in state pension. Despite the expected increase to state pension, 
retirees still could have been better off if the triple lock had been honoured for next year. If the average earnings growth element had stayed insurers were on course for an increase of more than 8% to their state pension. At 8%, state pension recipients got up to an extra £147.14 each year, or £14.37 a week, lifting their earnings from £9,339.20 to £10,086.34 for a full year. Even if inflation does rise to 4%, have been better off to the tune of double that amount of the traditional triple lock rules. I'm called a bad mum because I'm covered in family. Becky Holt has been dubbed Britain's most tattooedly 80% of her body covered in tattoos. The inked model and influencer is now a forest, and her critics out there aren't shy in passing judgment. Becky told Truly. I have been called a bat and that my daughter will be embarrassed of me when she's older. It's not just the haters that think Becky has gone look. Even some of Becky's friends and family members stop getting any more modifications. Despite their concerns, Becky has war years and she determined as she pleases, being a mother or not. Today, she is eating her younger brother toast her plans of getting any more body modifications. How will he react to Becky's latest plan? Is threatened, customers may pay £8 after tax hike. Consumers could end up paying an extra twos, ahead of rises in VAT. The British takeaway campaign has warned. Business reef should also be extended until 2022 and a visa to help the sector's shortage issues should be introduced, the group said. VAT for hospitality is to 12-point month ahead of another hike up to 20% in March next year, to the frustration of beleaguered food bosses. Takeaway operators were worried that they would have two customers to keep their businesses going. Businesses face rising overheads and issues, the British takeaway campaign said. Industry body estimated the price of a fish rise from £9 to £10 and 30 pence while a kebab could rise from £9 and 50 pence to £10 and 90 pence. The group wrote to Chancellor Rishi Sunak to urge him to scrap the VAT increase next year and fees VAT at 12.5% permanently. It also asked for an extension of grant support into next year and for the Kickstart Jobs scheme to be extended and opened up to small businesses. Total spending on takeaways in £2,000.1 billion with many months where restaurants were closed for customers to dine in. Ibrahim Dogas, chair of the British takeaway real kick in the that would be hiked as thousands of operators were struggling with supply and labour challenges. The government must use the upcoming budget to not slap them down with costs they can't afford. Without support. Restaurants will be forced to consumer if they want to survive, meaning millions of families could end up paying more for their favorite curry, pizza or photogus added. The post takeaway threatened, customers may pounds after tax high peered first on City AM. Petrol stations accused of price gouging amid. Petrol firms have today been accused of taking tourists by rocketing prices of fuel and diesel. Government officials insist there is no issue with purely a delivery issue. 
but long queues have been seen outside petrol stem motorists were warned not to let their fuel tank go below a quarter by petrol retailers. Now pictures have revealed how fuel prices have averages. Prices have averaged around 130 week. But a Texaco petrol station in West Kings in charging 145.9p today. Meanwhile, one driver claimed he was sitting at he saw the price of petrol jump by 20p a litre. The caller told LBC, there is a petrol stay 30 minutes trying to get round the roundabout and I watched the price change from 131p to 151p per litre. Drivers have made a desperate dash to the pumps today some of its petrol stations would be closed due to delivery issues sparked by the UK's HGV crisis. Others claimed on social media that they had noticed an up, with one Twitter user saying, unleaded at petrol station here my work has gone up 3p a litre overnight. Another said, just seen an ambulance sat in the queue at Tesco and it's gone up to 132.9p1 claimed they had noticed a 20p a litre increase at their local garage. Today a chief said the move would pour more misery facing inflated food and gas prices. But the motoring group's fuel prices spokesman the price gouging technique was one sometimes used to deter Nick by. He told Mail Online. We've seen four courts use the past to try to deter those just going to fill up their tanks. However for those that do genuinely need the fuel who have already faced increased prices for food feeling frustrated. Tom Cruise splits from Mission Impossible 7 Tom Cruise has reportedly split from his mission, Dahaley Atwill. The couple who had never expressly confirmed they have grown close on the set of the film, seen together at events such as Wimbledon this summer, were first reported to be an item in December 2020. But the dalliance is said to have run its course for Tom, his British co-star, 39. The couple, who had never expressly confirmed their romance but were said to have grown close on the set of the film, seen together at events such as Wimbledon this summer, were first reported to be an item in December 2020. But the dalliance is said to have run its course for Tom, his British co-star, 39. An insider told The Sun on Friday, it has been a vid of filming together. They really got on well but as the latest film wins down to being friends. Their filming schedules are very full-on, and Tom coming up and is always shooting around by private helicopter and jet so it just ran its course. But they're still happy to work together. It's one of those things. Get on well. Mail Online has comments entertainment. The couple have been pictured in character on set and on the installment in the Mission, Impossible franchise, often seen in tense action sequences together. They turned up to Wimbledon's 12th day on the 10th of June, sitting together in the VIP box and enjoying the tennis. Since then, they have been pictured in Birmingham, filming films, gladly greeting fans. The duo were at Birmingham and Grand Central after Mission Impossible 7 filming was paused and delayed multiple times due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Tom who plays Ethan Hunt in the famous franchise, plays a character mononymously known as Grace, 
have spent much of the last year shooting the movie across the UK, as was in Rome, Venice, and Norway. The cause, a history of the American Revolution for our own troubled time. The couple, who had never expressly confirmed their romance but were said to have grown close on the set of the film, seen together at events such as Wimbledon this summer, were first reported to be an item in December 2020. Is said to have run its course for Tom, 15, co star, 39. It has been a very intense period of filming together. We got on well, but as the latest film winds down, they've decided acting friends. Their filming schedules are very full on, and Tom hung up and is always shooting around by private helicopter and jet, so it just ran its course. But they're still happy to work together. It's of those things. They sound well. They turned up to Wimbledon A.I.ling, sir in the VIP box and enjoying the tennis. Tom, who plays Ethan Hunt in the famous franchise, is a character anonymously known as Grace, have spent much of the last year shooting the movie across the UK, well in Rome, Venice, and Norway. Are you a fan of Chicago Fire? The addictive dream on screen since 2000 the group of Chicago-based firefighters and chronicles the issues they both on and off the job. The series has made household names out of its cast have become fairly inseparable after they hit it off from day one of film. Tom hasn't had a high-profile romance since his divorce from ex-wife Katie Holmes in 2012 while Haley was said to have split from her English doctor ex at some point in 2020. Tom shares daughter Suri, 15, with Katie can see dead people after pedestrian warning light flat in empty cemetery. Tesla cars are renowned for their quirky, state-of-the-art hard access to Netflix streaming and autopilot mode. And now, according to one TikToker, Tesla can now add tea to the ever-growing list. In a creepy TikTok clip, which has racked up a whopping throughs, a Tesla driver and some over-excited passengers take a spin around dark deserted cemetery. As they slowly make their way around the empty driving path, as a alert. The pedestrian warning system suddenly lights up and shows a several times but in a creepy turn of events, there's no one in sight. The driver is repeatedly heard yelling, I'd, as his passengers scream, there's another one. Another screamed, I'm so freaked out. Bro, dead people, one shouts. So some fellow TikTok users were, or its tomb thinks they are. It's detecting the tall tombstones. If anything, another skeptical TikToker com. Others were impressed by the spooky revelation, if I ever get it the first thing I'm doing. Rick and Morty vibes, another joked. The train on with fellow Tesla owners, as this time commented their paranormal experience in the car. In a creepy TikTok clip which has racked up a whopping three points. a Tesla driver and some over-excited passengers take a spin around a dark, deserted cemetery. As they slowly make their way around the empty driving path, the dead alert. The pedestrian warning system suddenly lights up and shows a several times but in a creepy turn of events, there's no one in sight. Some fellow TikTok users wormsed, or it detects two pedestrians. It's detecting the tall tombstones.
If anything, another skeptical TikToker commenters were impressed by the spooky revelation, if I ever get it is first thing I'm doing. Rick and Morty vibes, another joked. The train on with fellow Tesla owners, as this time commented their paranormal experience in the car. One fellow TikToker claimed to have worked for Tesla, and in a that the sensors are super strong. It wouldn't surprise me if they're detecting human autonomy from under Well, it's officially October. Universal credit terms payments will be affected by national insurance increases. But while universal credit claimants will be hit, the government tax credit claimants and those on low incomes would not see their payments altered. How are universal credit payments calculated? Self is currently made up of standard allowances drawn on top of them. Extra amounts are awarded for certain life costs such as child. The standard allowances are split into four categories which are beatus. Currently, standard allowances are higher for those whose assess 6th of October 2021. For those whose assessment period ends on or after the 6th of October 21, the following amounts will be applicable. Single and under 25, £257 per month. Single and 25 or over, £324 per month. In a couple and they are both under 25. 403 pence per month, for both. In a couple and either are 25 or over, 591 pence per month, for both. Universal credit can be claimed by those who are employed, but the even support. Universal credit payments will reduce gradually, reducing every one pound earned. There is no limit on how many hours can be worked while claiming allowances are applicable. Claimants can earn a certain amount before their universal credit is written, are either responsible for a child or living with a disability or condition which affects their ability to work. The monthly work allowance is £293 in costs or £515 where no help is received. How will the health and social care Levi affect benefit claimants? The DWP was pushed on the Levi in the House of Commons. Rachel Maskell, the Labour, Co-op, MP for York Centred, to ask the Secretary of State for Work and Pensions, what assessment she has of the impact of the health and social care levy on working people claiming, a, universal credit, b, working tax credit or, c, other benefits. Esther, David Rutley, the Parliamentary Undersecretary responded to this question. From April 2022 a national insurance increase 5 percentage points would only impact on earnings above around £800 a month. The lowest earners would not be affected he said. Unappropriate other benefits, normally determining the amount of benefit. Chain in national insurance contributions paid will impact net calculation of benefit entitlement. Tax credits entitlement is calculated using gross earnings. Care Levi will not therefore affect the level of support paid to work tax credit customers. How to claim universal credit? Universal credit who is on a low income or out of way are aged between 18 and state pension age. Additionally, 
claimants must have no more than £16,000 living in the UK when claiming. Claims for universal credit are made online through the government's web. People will need to apply as a couple if they and their partner live together, they do married. When applying, claimants will need to have the following ready. Reading society or credit union account details. An email. Information about their housing, for example, rent is paid. Detail income. Details of savings and any investment shares or a property that is... Details of how much is paid for childcare if they are applying for help. This is important to note because if the correct information is not is paid out. The Universal Credit team may also contact applicants after a nation is needed. Tough times ahead. Going forward, Universal Core Payments as the Gov's lift which was provided in the face of the pandemic. Universal credit payments will be lowered by £20 per week and pounds a year. Many charities and experts called for the government to extend this up as were expected to struggle as the autumn months arrived. These problems are also expected to be worsened by a sudden and unic. On this, Ofgem recently released its latest social obligations signed 1.6 million electricity and 1.2 million gas accounts that have fallen behind on their bills. Of these, nearly 1.5 million had no repayment plan in according to Anita Dugall, the CEO of data expert Sagacity set to get worse as rising gas prices lead to even higher energy bills across the UK this winter and Britain's poorest grapple with losing £20 a week from universal credit. Ms Dugall continued, these figures provide a taste of things to come. People struggling to pay their bills is going to shoot up this winter. With the financial impact of the pandemic far from over. Households also face rising energy bills, while many will also be losing £20 a week through universal credit cuts. This means it will be more important than ever before for energy companies to support vulnerable customers. This year the number of people in arrears and without a repayment plan rose by 12% in electricity, leaving them at risk of building up even more debts. More government support is coming. As rising energy and in the government announced further so before. On the 30th of September, Rishi Sunak and Thais Coffey launched a Founds Support Fund which would allow vulnerable households to access funds to help cover essential costs over the coming months. The new Household Support Fund will be managed by local councils. For your support. You can make your donations on our website www.misty101.com on podcast page. We hope that you have enjoyed the show. We thank you for being with us and your support. Goodbye till next time.